Hey guys, it's Terry from The Statement Show. Hey, you want a free audiobook? I'm going to tell you how to do it, okay? You go to thestatementshow.com, click on the Audible link, choose from over 180,000 titles. Zach, 180,000 titles. Now, I know you love some audible.com, right? Absolutely. Recently, I've gotten another Adam Carolla book. I get them out of sequence. So the, I think this is the first one he did, but it's called In 50 Years We'll All Be Chicks. And it's basically <laughs> him just going through his whole life, but he narrates it and kind of does a lot of off-the-cuff stuff. And so you're getting a lot more than what's in the book. So Because yeah. he likes to just kind of put his own little spin on it. But I'm going to tell you what, I wouldn't do it any other way. It's fantastic for long car rides and for commuters. Yeah, and anywhere. You can listen yeah. anywhere. You exactly. know, Listen to your books wherever you are. You've got a free app at home, in the car, at the gym, whatever. Look, man, you got 30 days of membership for free. Plus, guess what? You get a book on us to get it started absolutely free. I don't know how much better it could get, to be honest with you. <laughs> Easy exchange. Just look, you don't, yeah. Yeah. No risk. Sure, you no don't risk. love the book, swap it for free anytime. It's such a great deal. Again, go to thestatementshow.com. Click on the affiliates link. You're going to see it sitting right there. Audible.com. Click on it. Go to it right then and there. Right now. Stop what you're doing. Go to thestatementshow.com. Click on the affiliates link. Click on audible.com. Get yourself a free audio book. You're going to love it. They got A-list celebrities narrating their favorite stories. Again, 180,000 titles. We're talking about Grammy award-winning audio books here. Again, try it for free. 30 days, you still get to keep the audio book. You don't like it, cancel it out afterwards. But you can't say The Statement Show didn't give you anything in the process. TheStatementShow.com, the affiliate link, and click Audible. Enjoy the book. Hi, this is Susan Bennett, and you're listening to me with Zach and Terry on The Statement Show. From the Night Shift Crew Studios in the D.C. metro area, this is The Statement Show. The lights are on. I'm Jim Harold from the Paranormal Podcast. Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle. Hi, this is Lillian Garcia from the WWE. Hello, everybody. It's Tony Todd. Hi, this is Zach Ward. Howdy, y'all. This is Michael Hall, Green Beret combat veteran and TV personality. You're listening to The Statement Show with Zach and Terry. So get ready to make a statement. Welcome back to another edition of The Statement Show. I'm Terry James. And I'm Zach Chahey. And you are listening to the podcast that fits in no category. Today's guest is Susan Bennett. You might know her best as the voice of Apple's Siri. However, Susan has done voiceover work for top brands in nearly every industry, including Coca-Cola, McDonald's, Discovery Channel, and Cartoon Network. But today, she gets her biggest job yet. Susan Bennett, welcome to The Statement Show. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. <laughs> Are you going to be okay for this job interview? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Wait a second. Let me take a couple deep breaths. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> so why do you think you should be on this show, Susan? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Come on, I have now. absolutely yeah. no idea. <laughs> we, we, we've, I, we've seen all the talk shows you've been on, but now you're on our show. So. Your, the your pinnacle, life, yeah. Oh, man, it's going to be crazy. You know, it was funny because when we were doing a little bit of the um, the prep work for it, it was kind of going back and forth, and I, I looked at a YouTube video, um, and I saw the TED Talk that you did. I loved it. It was so oh, – Oh, my goodness. But here's the thing. Here's what threw me off because it was something in there that really just drove me 
to the point of, of, of having to ask you this question. I, you had said that you were a bit of an introvert. And now, of course, your life is so crazy. And, and I know because I can relate because me too. I'm, I'm completely shy and, and probably sometimes backwards. So but I couldn't imagine speaking in front of that big of a crowd. So I would imagine that one minute you're you're not doing it. Next minute, you're the voice of Siri. And now you're in front of a crowd that had to be completely insane for you. Well, the funny thing is, I really didn't have any problem when I started to go on TV shows and everything for interviews. And I did have to work up to the Siri presentation thing because I wasn't nervous about being in front of a lot of people. I was nervous about forgetting what I was going to say. <laughs> but as far as the introvert thing, I'm mostly, I mean, I can rise to the occasion. I guess you would say I'm a an introvert who's occasionally extroverted. But, you know, I can only do the extroverted part for a certain amount of time, and I have to run back into my little cave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're like myself, but I'm, I'm one of those people that, you know, I, I enjoy being at my home, and I really don't need to be you know, outside in front of a bunch of people. But then, like you said, if you have to be, then you can do it. But at the end of the day, you'd rather be at your house with your family, with your pets or whatever. That's oh, how exactly. I, you know, yeah. I mean, so when you're up there speaking in front of well, how many ever it was there at the TED Talk, you weren't nervous at all. That wasn't scary because uh, I couldn't imagine. No, being in front of, of the people wasn't scary at all. In fact, I just did a presentation in Tulsa and there were about 2,500 people there. And it really wasn't, it was not a problem at all for me. Um, for me, it's just trying to um, do the best I can. I put a lot of pressure on myself. I'm one of those people, one of those perfectionist, horrible perfectionist people. <laughs> and, and you know, so I can I can really get myself into a state of, oh, what if, what if, what if. So you know, if I can just get over that part, being in front of the people isn't isn't the problem. And and I'll have to say that um, most of the people, I mean, 99.9 percent of the people that I've um, encountered have, have been really, really very positive and very supportive. So, um, it's, it's been a, it's been a really interesting experience. Certainly one that I never, ever expected or aspired to. Uh, so it's been kind of a surprise, especially at this stage of my life. Well, in some ways, I think it would be kind of cool because some people, you know, they, you say Susan Bennett and they go, mm, I, I, I'm not familiar with that name. And then you go, you know, the voice of Sid. Oh, oh, okay. Got you. You know, you're, you're not quite to the point of like, you, you don't, you can walk down the street and, and people aren't hounding you to the point like a Michael Jordan or a Shaquille O'Neal or exactly. something like that. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Know? And I hope, so I, that's I hope nice. I never reach that, yeah. that level of fame. Uh, I, I can't imagine the having to deal with that really. Um, just people not, you know, recognizing you everywhere you go. That's got to be tough. Oh. But, um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of get the best of both, both worlds really. Um, because of being the voice of Siri, I've been, uh, able to do a lot of interesting things that I, of course, never would have been able to do if I hadn't, you know, accidentally, uh, <laughs> become famous like that in that way, um, as the voice of Siri. And, uh, so I, I really, it's turned into a wonderful thing and it's, um, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's enabled me to do some different things in my life that I totally never expected. And I'm, and I'm glad you actually did say the accidentally part, because I know that I'm, I'm sure you've told this story a thousand times, but there's obviously some of our listeners probably haven't heard the story. I have. But could you could you tell everybody how you accidentally did fall into the to the Siri thing? OK, well, first of all, I did the recordings of what became Siri in 2005. And I've been in touch with some other original Siri voices and they had the same experience. Um, I thought that I was basically doing more phone messaging. You know, as a as a freelance voiceover actor, I do a lot of different types of jobs. 
you know, radio TV commercials, narrations, you know, promos and um, phone messaging and things like that. And so I thought I was just doing more phone messaging. And then suddenly, you know, six years later, I'm this voice and I'm going, who, what? <laughs> um, a fellow voice actor emailed me on October 4th, 2011, which is when Siri appeared. And um, he said, uh, hey, we're playing around with this new iPhone app. Isn't this you? And I went, what? <laughs> so I went on the Apple site and listened, and it was indeed me, and I just freaked out. <laughs> wow. I just would have figured you were, you know, you have to do all these different phrases, and that you would have oh. known that it was kind of, I figured you already would have known what it was they were planning on doing with it, so. Mm-hmm. No, it was, uh, the, the scripts were very, very different from other scripts, and when I was, you know, I, I worked through a liaison company um, that worked with Nuance, which is the biggest text-to-speech company in the world. They do I, all, you know, about all the IVR voices, like just about every GPS system in the world will have bought their voice from Nuance, and mm-hmm. that's where um, the Siri voices came from, too. And so, you know, what happened was that, you know, in 2005, you know, it was before technology really took off to the point where we know it today. And so, you know, we kind of got caught in that, you know, that sort of, you know, never, never land of, you know, we got caught between uh, business as usual and, and just the speed of the technology. And suddenly we're like, well, wait a minute. Oh, oh, <laughs> those recordings became this. Oh, <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> so, yeah, it was kind of a, I'd have to say it was a very much a a, a time issue. <laughs> See, of course, everybody knows you as Siri, but, you know, it's kind of one of those things. Do you go out and about when you talk and somebody hears your voice? Do they kind of give you that look like they know who they heard? They they can pl- they just can't place you. It's like they know the voice, but they don't know where they hear it from. No, I'll tell you what, that's happened exactly two times in five and a half years. <laughs> really? And, you know, the first time was uh, I went to my bank and I was, you know, wanted to talk about my account with a, a banker. And he goes, gosh, your voice sounds familiar and I said you are in the wrong job your ears are too good you, you need to be in the you know recording uh, industry somehow but um, mostly people don't hear Siri in my voice because of two main reasons one is that people don't expect to hear the voice out of context they don't expect to hear the voice anywhere but their um, iPhones or some other Apple device and another thing, too, is when I speak, my voice is sort of up here, but the Siri voice is very much down here. Hello. Mm-hmm. How are you? Okay. Yeah. So, I, I see the yeah. Yeah. so like when you're sitting in the studio and I guess, well, I guess let me back that up. How, how many hours are you in the studio when you're doing these things? That seems like that no, would take forever. No, I didn't count them up, but I'll tell you, um, I read, you know, just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of these <laughs> crazy sentences that were created just to get all of the sound combinations in the language, what they did, technicians and computers, after the recordings were done, they would go in and extract sounds. You know, like they would get diphthongs, uh, syllables, sometimes words, and reform, put all these different sounds uh, in new phrases and sentences, and these are what ended up on our um, digital devices. These became the answers to um, the questions that you ask Siri. And, on, and other digital voices. And so it's an extraordinary process. It's called concatenation, which literally means linking things together. And so they were indeed just linking different sounds together that they would extract. So a lot of times people, people would say things to me like, well, how do you know the answer to all those questions? Or how did you do that? I said, well, no, I just provided the voice. It's the programmers that come up with the answers, and, and so, they must have a lot of fun doing that. <laughs> I could imagine. <laughs> that seems like a lot of fun. 
So now, okay, now you've got the voice of Siri. You've, you've got that job locked down. What's, what was after that? Was it like, was McDonald's or Coca-Cola or what, what was like one of the bigger ones directly after that? That kind of. Well, I'll tell you what, um, mostly, you know, it took me a really long time to reveal myself as the voice of Siri mm-hmm. because I knew it was going to impact my career and I just wasn't sure how. It very much could have gone, you know, uh, oh, let's get her. She's Siri. Or, oh, let's not get her. She's Siri. She's everywhere. <laughs> and, um, Almost like you know, so yeah. it really mm-hmm. took me a minute to, to really, cause I love what I do and I didn't want it to affect, you know, the amount of work that I was getting. And so consequently, it was a really big decision to make. And I'm glad I did it because it kind of sent me in a different direction. Um, I still do a lot of voiceover work, um, but mostly, and, and some of it has to do with the fact that I'm older now and my voice is a little bit lower than it used to be. And I do get hired to do a lot of, oh, we need the Siri voice. Oh, let's get her. <laughs> so she is the Siri voice. Um, and, you know, uh, I, I can't really think of, of any big monumental thing that happened after Siri. Siri is, was per, pretty much the the biggest deal. That I've ever done. I'm the I'm the voice of uh, Delta Airlines Gates Worldwide. I'm the one that tells you what zone you're in. I'm oh. so sorry, you're in Zone Z, and we will not be seating you today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard this one where you were doing like a um, was it from Macy's or you were doing like an Elf or something like you were doing all these yeah. voices. You had me oh, dying. Yeah, for a while I was the um the the uh, on hold voice for Macy's, and they wanted a really high. I mean, they picked this voice. It's like, hi, thank you for calling Macy's. And, you know, you would think, and it was the same voice for Bloomingdale's, and I always thought, I don't know, is that the voice you would want for what you consider to be sort of an upscale? <laughs> right. It sounded more like um, American Eagle so or like, Abercrombie or something. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, um, yeah, but uh, I, I can do a lot of different voices, and that's that's one of my favorite things. Um, you know, I think one of my absolute favorite jobs ever was to be the singing chicken for Zeneca Agricultural Products. And, you know, it just doesn't get better than that. <laughs> the singing chicken. Uh-huh. A singing chicken. Oh, my. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I see the Cartoon I... Network listed. Are, do you do any voiceover for cartoons or is it well, more Well, you know, I keep trying. They, they, we, I've, I've done a couple of things for them, but I, I did a lot of singing for them. Um, a couple of uh, years ago, I uh, sang for Adult Swim and Futurama, mm-hmm. and uh, that was a lot of fun. Because hmm. yeah, I, I was that. just a figure to be a natural to do like you know voiceover work in cartoons, as far as being you know in animation. Yeah, I would love to do that, but I think it's a pretty closed shop for the really big stuff. First of all, they do tend to hire a lot of celebrities to do that that work. Um, but also, there's just this group of amazingly talented people in Los Angeles, you know, people that do a lot of work on The Simpsons and things like that. And that group of 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 uh of voices, they are so incredibly talent and talented and so um diverse. I mean they can do so many different voices. Uh Frank Azaria, people like that. Um so it's it's a tough business to break into. And, uh, so I, I don't know that that's on the cards for me, but, um, I'm happy really doing whatever work I get because I just love it. <laughs> I'm assuming, <laughs> so it's really fortunate that way. I, I'm assuming there's an iPhone in your hand. You use the iPhone, right? <laughs> I do use the iPhone, but I do not talk to that wench theory. <laughs> yeah, the just... very first time I ever spoke to her, I said, Hey Siri, what are you doing? And she very disgustedly said, 
I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, yeah, I just see people here. A lot of subliminal mind. messages that in that in oh. that voice. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So uh, you said you did this voiceover work back in 2005 originally, and I understand. You know, uh, Steve Jobs passed away in 2011. Uh, did you ever get a chance to meet him? Or I did not, and no. I'm really sad about that because, from what I understand, he was very, very involved in the development of Siri. And, you know, one of the things I talk about in my presentation is the fact that I have no idea how, when, or why my voice was selected. And it could have been by Steve Jobs. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Apple is not very forthcoming with any kind of information like that. They like to keep all their techie info as uh, close to the best as possible. Oh, right. <laughs> but, um, but uh, you know, he was very, very involved. And, in fact, um, he put a couple of uh, his favorite um, comedy pieces and humor into the Siri app hmm. and a little sort of Easter eggs that if you know about it, you can uh, check them out. One of them is uh, if you ask Siri the meaning of life, a lot of times, I think she has more an- more than one answer, but a lot of times she'll say 42, which seems to have no, uh, you know, it's very confusing and nonsensical, hmm. but it's a reference to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> and if you're not familiar with that, it started off with uh, uh, a book written by Douglas Adams, and it became a very popular BBC television show and then a movie. Um, and it's, I think it's kind of a culty kind of thing, but apparently mm-hmm. Steve Jobs liked it because he, he put it <laughs> he put it into the Siri app. Okay. I would have figured him more for Doctor Who, but yeah, I see that. Yeah. <laughs> so you met uh, Steve Wozniak, though, right? I did. He's a wonderful person. Yeah, he's a great guy, and what most people don't realize, I mean, Steve Jobs got all the, all the, the, you know, the, uh, people know who Steve Jobs is, a lot of people don't know who Steve Wozniak is, and Steve Wozniak is the one who actually built the original Apple computer, so he's the, he's the, you know, he's the techie genius behind the whole thing, and he's also a very, very nice man, and also, uh, does a lot for education. Um, I ran into him at a, a tech conference, a couple of years ago, and I, he was just surrounded by people, and he just patiently, patiently sat and talked to all those students, you know, who wanted to know how can I do this, how can I do that, and he was just—he's a great guy, really great guy. Oh yeah, so he always seemed like he—well, yeah, he always—he's—he's he's one of my tech heroes, and that's the, the irony is I'm not a not an iPhone user, I don't use Apple, I don't use Apple products at all. My wife is a big iPhone person, and I can I can see the the draw. I'm actually more Android. You know, nemesis, I guess, but a Windows person. <laughs> so, but I'm right, a techie right. too. Yeah, yeah it seems like you're one or the other. Uh, somehow we got into, um, sometimes how we got into the Apple stuff years and years ago. And, uh, and I mean, our whole house is full of Apple products. So I guess it made, made sense that, that I ended up being the voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're in that whole yeah. ecosystem. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so now at this point in your career, with all your accomplishments, all the, all the companies that you've worked with, do you have this fantasy job that you're, you're looking at right now? Is there just this one company that you really wish you could work for? Well, I got to tell you, I just feel incredibly fortunate to be able to do the work that I do. And, uh, I just, I love every aspect of my job. So what I would like to do more of is more of these speaker events. So anybody listening to the show, series for sale, (laughs) (laughs) you can book Siri and have her come and tell you all about how, how she was created and all that stuff. So, uh, um, so can Google book you to try to make you the voice of, uh, I don't know, their pixel? <laughs> well, I, I think they already have another voice. I think they have, 
they have their own voice. There are a lot of great voices out there. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I like the Google voice. I like the Google voice. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I guess the only other question that I have, uh, and I've been thinking about this for a little while now, is there was an episode of The Big Bang Theory where they right. – where Cuther probably had a, a, like a an affection with the voice of the of the of his iPhone and was buying right. cases for it. W- were you involved with that? Was that you on the show? No. No? No. Ever, so many people have told me about it. I really need to look it up and, and see it see the episode i haven't seen it but um yeah i've there have been a lot of uh siri related things and uh it's kind of a it's kind of a weird thing sometimes they use my voice and sometimes they use uh a different voice and it's a very confusing thing but um any of the early stuff was you know i was not a part of if if you see anything in the last couple of years or hear the siri voice um, that's usually me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I do want to mention to all of our listeners that you can find Susan's website at susanbennett.com and, and oh, Twitter. Susan C. Bennett. Oh, Susan, Susan E. Bennett. Ah, yes. I wish I had never picked that because every, no, everyone forgets the C, but just remember, I'm a big cat and okay. I love cats. <laughs> Susan Big C. Cat C. Bennett.com. Yeah, Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the funny part, though. If you Google Susan Bennett, it takes you right to her website. So you really can't mess that up. So right. Oh, I love it. The voice Even of Siri. Even though there are about a trillion Susan Bennetts in the world, just, just try to find me on Skype. But you're the it. first. Exactly, you're the first one that pops up in Google, though, for the Siri voice. Go figure. Beautiful. And uh, if you can find her on Twitter at seriously Susan. So, right, S I R I, seriously, and of yuck, course, yuck, yuck. and the best wink, part wink, is you can, you can Google all that and it comes right up. I mean, and uh, that's the best part about Twitter. So you can get on there and say hi to your favorite celebrities, and you'd be surprised how many people actually engage with you. Absolutely, so. yeah. It well, I'll have to say that I'm kind of a lazy social media person, <laughs> and um, my son takes care of a lot of it. If I, you know, I've, I've kind of experimented with different things when I've had something that I've wanted to advertise, or if a friend does something, I'll say, oh, I'll tweet it for you because I've got quite a few followers. And I find that I look back and see what the reaction are and reactions are. And I'll have to say that my cat wins out over everything else. <laughs> that is you know, true. He gets, I... <laughs> he gets thousands of, of likes. <laughs> I saw that picture of him on the scale at the vet. That was classic. <laughs> Isn't that great? Okay, now, my favorite good... one, I think, was the one a couple, you know, a little bit later than that where he's standing. You know how cats love to sit or lie down on stuff that it looks so uncomfortable, first of all. But then it's, it's usually something that you want to get at. You know, and he was uh, just plopped right in the middle of a script I was trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> so there. Let, let me ask you this. I mean, I don't, I don't want to hold you too long here because you've been gracious with your time, and we definitely appreciate that. But people obviously see you traveling. They see you in the studio a billion hours doing what you do. But what do you what do you do when you're not doing those things? I mean, do you like cooking or dancing or Obviously, well, taking pictures of I, your cats. <laughs> well, I love I love Zumba, oh, and yeah. my husband is a guitar player, and we've we've you know been singing and playing together for many years. So I love music. I have a source of music in just about every single room in my house, mm-hmm. and um, so I listen to music a lot. I play music a lot, um, and I do like to dance. But my husband's not a dancer, so I don't get much chance to do that. Um, and I'm an avid reader. I love to read. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, so, you know, 
know, it's not that exciting in existence, but <laughs> it suits me. It suits the introvert. <laughs> I, I know. Okay. Well. Yeah. I, believe me, you're talking to about the two biggest nerds on the planet right here. So, <laughs> no, but Susan, thank you so much for coming on the show today. You have been fantastic with your time. We greatly appreciate it. Okay. Thank you so well, much. Thank for you. Your time. I, lo- I love talking to you guys. It was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. You're, 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 you're fantastic. And again, keep it up. And we wish you nothing but success, Susan. Thank Absolutely. you. Same to you guys. You have a, Thank good, you. Have a great have a good night. Day. You too. Man, when she started doing that voice, I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, wait. She dropped the, the, the whole Siri thing. Now, you notice how she takes her tone down. Right, right. And uh, it just comes off really, really well. I mean, oh, mm. I mean well, so- you know, we only had what, like, you know, 15, 20 minutes with her. And, you know, but but one of those things, you know, I could probably had 15 more questions for her. But the thing was that when she was talking about her standing up there in front of everyone talking, I remember about 10 or 15 years ago, my grandfather passed away and my grandmother wanted me to get up in front of everyone and say a few words. And I can remember being absolutely knock kneed. I was so scared. I couldn't imagine standing up there in front of, you know, five, 10,000 people and putting on this show that she did. I mean, if you haven't seen the TED Talk, go to YouTube, Susan Bennett TED Talk. She's so terrific. She just commands an audience. I couldn't do it. I don't I think, think I could do it. That's what's on her website, the front page of her website, I believe. The TED it Talk, could or, be. or or one, or where she gets up and does a speaking. Yeah, uh, one yeah, of her I speaking engagements. Uh, she's amazing, and I would tell you if you're if you're looking for a speaker like that, just de- she's definitely the person to check out. And you can absolutely she's readily available. Go to her website, and that is again Susan C as in cat C mm-hmm. Bennett dot com. And you can find her on Twitter at Seriously Susan. And most importantly, if you look up Susan Bennett at Google, and you can even throw in there the voice of Siri, it'll pull up her website and all of her information. She's easily reachable. And she was more than gracious with her time. And right now, I want to take the time to tell everybody we appreciate anybody who follows us, but we would really appreciate a little support for the show. And you can do that by going to audibletrial.com forward slash the statement. Or you can go to our website, and by the way, go there anyway and check out our past shows, but you can go to thestatementshow.com, that's thestatementshow.com, click the affiliate link, you can click on the Audible link from there, and uh, you get a free book. You can keep it, uh, you can cancel the membership, and you get to keep the book either way, but they have 180,000 titles to look for. I was just perusing through Audible the other day looking for my new book, and I'm going to tell you what, there there were so many options, I couldn't you know pinpoint one down, but... I'm going to tell you right now, there's, there was a book that I listened to called, uh, you know, uh, console wars and it's about the whole Sega Nintendo battle when they first were coming out and how they developed Sega and Nintendo. And since that was the area that I grew up in, I found it particularly interesting. But I mean, that's 20, 20 hours and 41 minutes long. It's almost 21 hours long. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So obviously that's, you know, a lot of, you know, I have a long commute that I do every day and, and, so I do about an hour commute every day. So that's perfect. Yep. Mm-hmm. Perfect for commuting. And that's what I want to tell everybody. Audible's perfect for commuting. Obviously, you want to listen to our show first, but this is a good way to go too. So, uh, I'm a big fan of Adam Carolla and his podcast. And of course, his Audible book. No, not Taco Bell material. And then in 50 years, we'll all be chicks. That's two of his books that I have that I really like. He has some other ones out there, but I'm kind of keeping myself diverse. I've also got Total Recall, Arnold Schwarzenegger story, uh, tough, uh, 
life advice from a, a fat lazy slob who did good. <laughs> That's Kevin Smith's audiobook. And of course, how to be like Walt, capturing the Disney magic of everyday life. Those are the books that I have right now and that I really enjoy. And you can find pretty much anything. And a lot of these books are written by the author. So Correct. I, yeah, I know. I just want to give everybody a chance. So there's over 180,000 titles to pick from. And again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash the statement. So uh, you can go to our website, thestatementshow.com. If you have any questions for us, hit the contact page. You can also get our affiliates and help support the show. Uh, we're working on a donation button for the for the website right now. We're a little behind on that because, you know, we have a lot more guests coming on. And we'd love to be able to bring even more out there and, and get our, our name out there even more. And the more you help support us, the more we can do that. So, Terry, won't you tell them where you, they can find us on our uh, other social sites? Yeah, absolutely. Go to our website at thestatementshow.com. Dot com. You can find us on Twitter at the state at, st- at statement show. Sorry, oh, yeah, Twitter at statement, at statement yeah. show. You know, I'm 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 trying to remember all these act because it's like you know Facebook is the state. You know, we got, we got so many different oh, ones. Yeah. It's just well, so see if you go to our if you go to our website on the front page, there's links to all Twitter, Instagram. Uh, so the best way to do it is actually just go to our website, thestatementshow.com. Mm. But yeah, the only, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, well, we're on iTunes, The Statement, and uh, go subscribe. Uh, that really helps out the show a lot. If you go subscribe and then you click and leave a review, we'd really appreciate it. Um, of course, I'd like a good review. Um, so let's say a good <laughs> review. <laughs> yeah, no bad reviews. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so obviously this this was you know uh, it was fantastic to have Susan Bennett on. Uh, you can listen to some of her past shows. Krista Joya, she had mm-hmm. a big cyber stalking case that is going to be made public soon, and we have her interview on there. Really, really great. Um, we've got mm-hmm. Tony Todd who played Kern uh, in Star Trek for you know Warp's brother Klingon. Also, yep. Candyman, oh, Final Candy. Destination. He was in yep. Platoon. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean. I'm going to be honest with you. Some of the, like, if you see his face, you, you know, sometimes you hear a name, you're like, um, I'm not really sure. Cause you remember people like Brad Pitt and, but Tony Todd mm-hmm. is, he's, he, his, all of his performances that I've seen him in are very memorable. And I think he's done, oh, he does a great job. And he talked about the theater performance he did with the one he just came off of, um, what was that Sunset Baby? So mm-hmm. to be perfectly honest with you, after listening to that, it made me want to go see a theater production. I'd like to see, right. like, yeah, some of these guys I'd really, really like to see. And, um, some of the some of the guests I'd like to get on, uh, we're working on. I would prefer. I would really like to get David Tennant on uh, the the original one of the Doctor Who's. One of the I think mm-hmm. he was number two on the revamped version. I, I know that's not the exact number, but I'm a big fan of Doctor Who. I actually like the first uh, the first one that you know when they revamped. But David Tennant is probably my favorite. Uh, I think he did an excellent performance, and I'd really like to get him on the show. So that's somebody I'd like to work on and. We're working on some new and yeah. exciting guests. So, well, that's not easy, you know. I mean, if there's anybody out there that's that's listening to us that has said, you know, I'd like to start myself a podcast and and interview people, I can assure you, getting people to come on your show <laughs> is hard, hard work. It's it's time consuming. But you're going to put out probably 20 emails and get about maybe two responses of people saying yes or maybe or something to the, Absolutely. it's it's it's, it's, not it's, easy. it's a yeah. grind it is a grind i can assure and you and trying to keep up you, with the social media sites and oh my goodness um, you know this is not a full-time gig for me and, Jer- and me and terry uh we don't do this full-time so mm-hmm. we both work mm-hmm. very few podcasters out there actually uh 
have a you know do this full time and yeah but you know i have great respect for the ones that do uh, i'm going to tell you right now uh, one of the guys i got to interview jim harold of the paranormal podcast i'm a big paranormal fan and whether you believe or don't believe this guy's this guy's podcast is out of this world and i'm going to tell it's you if, if you've got some of these big channels coming out that having groups of podcasts and I've listened to some of them. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, the quality is not there. It, they mm-hmm. don't sound great. They talk over each other. Um, the, the sound is not there. Jim Harold's podcast is refined. It sounds fantastic. He's got his, he's got his, his true medium is down. He really, really has mm-hmm. passion for the stuff that he talks about. True. So, uh, if and a I great was, interview. yeah, yeah, check our interview out with Jim Harold, uh, the paranormal, with the, he's the podcaster for the paranormal podcast and you'll see what I mean. Great sound. And if you're into paranormal at all, his, his podcast is the gold standard. I'm going to tell you right now that that is the guy to listen to. So, yes. uh, yeah. So Adam Carolla, um, I listened to a lot of tech podcasts with, uh, Leo Laporte and, uh, this week in tech and windows weekly and just kind of keep up with tech and, I'm a tech person to begin with. That's what I do for a living. Also, obviously, I do this as technology as well. And um, so I enjoy doing this and, and, and hope to do this full time at one point. But, you know, everything comes with time. So and I think all podcasters think they get into this and it's going to be easy and it's not as work. Everything is work. Whether you enjoy it or not, it's just whether you enjoy doing the work. So there, mm-hmm. you have to put your best for, you know, your best foot forward. And just keep going. And, yeah. And, and it is, it's a grind when you only have two people that are doing the show and then the editing and then the uh, website and the social media and getting people on the show. It's a lot. And I could see how people would stop doing a podcast because it is a grind. You know, it, oh, absolutely. It absolutely like is. you'll get on there and, and you'll, you'll see some podcasts and you look at the, like the last podcast that came out and It'll say like 24 months is the newest podcast that came out. Right. That obviously they're not doing it anymore, but and for good reasoning at times, you know. I mean, it's 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 a lot of work to I try mean, and... to schedule people to get them mm-hmm. on to convince them that your show is worth coming on. I mean, I I, I obviously I find I, I find what we do uh, very entertaining, and mm. you know, it's a work in progress. And anything time somebody wants to send an email in and tell us there again the statementshow.com contact page and send us an email, but. Any suggestions that you could throw away, we'd be more than happy. We're, we're cultivating the show and interviewing people. And, uh, some interviews are an hour long. Some are going to be 15 mm-hmm. minutes long. And then we're going to add our own content, but it's a work in progress. And I think it always Absolutely. will be. We'll always be adding and deleting and redoing. Mm-hmm. And that's part, that's <laughs> part of the fun of it. So, but one yeah. thing we've tried to do is stay away from the whole politics. Now, mm-hmm. um, politics and religion, cause you, I'm going to tell you right now, you, you talk politics, religion, you don't win. Uh, nobody agrees and everybody has their own view and you're not going to sway him from that. And that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess if we were looking to drum up some sort of, uh, I don't know, because you know how this works. You 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 add religion or politics into it. Like you said, 50 percent are going to say, I love your show because you say this. And then the other 50 percent are going to say, I can't stand the show because you guys don't know what you're talking about. That's the one good part about this podcast that when Zach and I started, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of pull back the curtain for a second for you guys. We, Great when Zach and I decided, <laughs> <laughs> when we decided to start it, we were trying to figure out this sort of, what can we do? What is that niche that we can do that would be? You know, that would be great. Should we get into just food or should we get into sports or should we get into, you know, television? 
And we started realizing that we don't really want just one particular subject. And that's why when you look at our guest list, it's not just sports and it's not just TV. We've had adult film stars. Yeah, we have. And we've had, uh, you know, uh, Glo- uh, Golden Globe nominees on there. Fran Drescher. We've had, you know, we've had the sports uh, people like uh, Kurt Angle. We've yeah, had Olympic gold medalist, it, Kurt Angle. Olympic gold yeah. medalist, you know, right. Um, So, you know, when we started this, we, like everyone else that got into podcasting, started listening to what other people were saying. And if you listen to what everyone else is saying, they go, you're never going to be able to to get any listeners because you don't have that one key, that one key element. Well, you know what? We don't have that one key element. We are the podcast that fits in no category. We're not comedy. We're not just uh, interview. We're not just a podcast. We're not just sports. We're not, we're everything. And that's the way we want to keep it. And that's the way we will, we will drive this train down this. Now, with all that being said, is there a possibility that at one point we do another podcast that is just one particular? Now, I know Zach, uh, you know, he likes paranormal type things. He likes tech. I like sports. I like, you know, I like so many different things. And that's, yeah, so, that's not to say that we won't mesh that in. Sure. I mean, I'm, there, I'm, there tech, very well maybe. I'm yeah. tech peanut butter and he's, uh, sports chocolate, and who knows? Maybe we'll dip his chocolate in my peanut butter. You know, I don't know. Wow, that, that really that, came I, out. I, I don't think that's what you were going for at all, Zach. Terry, will you, will you put your chocolate I, in my peanut butter? I would love to put my chocolate <laughs> in your <butter>. Again. <laughs> See, now you're all listening to this thing, and your mind's in the gutter. Get it out. I mean, you know. So I, I love technology, and that's why when she was talking about Apple, I just. There were so many things I could have asked, but, you know, when you figure she's the voice, but she's not the inventor of the iPhone. And Steve Wozniak basically invented everything. And I look at uh, I don't have uh, Steve Jobs was um, a visionary and had the drive. But a lot of the other people did the technical work that you don't get to hear about as often. And I'd like to hear from some of them. I'd love to get Steve Wozniak on. Maybe that's well, something we can try yeah. for. But um, That'd be, yeah. uh, absolutely. But what I what I really like about Steve, whether you're an Apple lover or not, he donated uh, major amounts of his uh, original wealth that he made from Apple to education and uh, to ballet and to all these different, you know, music festivals. And uh, it's like he his his idea was to give away things and to help better everybody. And I, I think he was just a very generous person. And I think that's the kind of person that he is. What he does is and then he puts his opinions out what's Apple's doing. And I don't think he agrees with everything, but that's what's cool about him. He's not afraid to speak his mind. And that's why I think he'd be a good interview. But the more you guys listen to us and the more subscribers we get, the more push and pull we have. Everybody we've mm-hmm. had, I love. Love uh, them. Yeah. Ivana Cadaver. I mean, She's been free with her time more than once, and we have an episode mm-hmm. of hers coming out soon. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I mean, anybody's given their time for this show, I'm very appreciative. But we're going to try to bring some, interject some other opinions and have some other people on that aren't celebrities because that's, you know, I want to do a round table about sports. I'm not a sports guy, but I do have, you know, I do like to watch certain things. I'm a 49ers fan, although I'm kind of embarrassed to admit that now because of the way they played last year. Yeah, you probably not, should be. Not getting into the whole you know, Kaepernick kneeling down and crap. That's that's the easy. That's the stuff you hear about all the time. I'm talking about. They just had a terrible, terrible season. I'm a, and, and it's embarrassing to wear my hat in public. But really? I'm still going to do it. Embarrassing. I, did, big, did, it your, did your team go to the Super Bowl yeah, and, yeah. and blow an extremely sizable lead and 
Oh my and, God! You know, what the uh, what the uh, hell was I, that I, all I, I about? Know, man. I, don't, I'm, I, I told you I don't. I don't even want to talk. You know, like, I have coworkers. You keep, that, tell, you keep asking me to want to talk about sports. I don't want to talk. About, I, I can't. I yeah, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to share with everybody. He tweeted or he he IM me that when the sport when the Super Bowl is over and said I'm done. No more I'm NFL. Not. I'm done. No more T. I'm not going to watch. You know, I saw that and I was like, yeah, that's whatever. <laughs> okay, that is never going. That my brother is a sports nut and I want to have him on to talk to Terry. I'm going to be the not-so-sports guy. If you want to count professional wrestling, which, by the way, I haven't even really watched that much of lately, but that's probably my extent knowledge of, you know, I don't even know a lot about football. I just know that I like the 49ers and always have, and I'm not going to be a bandwagon jumper and just jump on the team that's doing well. I'll stick with the 49ers in the thick and thin, and that's what a true fan does, regardless of what they know. But, yeah, I'm, I, I think uh, I liked watching. I'm not a big basketball fan, but if I watch basketball – I watch Duke and I'm not, you know, I don't even watch it all that Ugh. much. And, but when I do watch, if I do watch, it's, it's, it's Duke basketball. I really like Duke and I like, I, and that's mainly because of my brother and watching it with him and getting involved. And I, I watch that documentary on uh, Netflix. Everybody hates Christian Leitner. And I'm going to tell you what, <laughs> I would love to get him on and talk to him, but you know, you're talk- trying desperately for me to get him. Oh yeah. You? Christian Leitner. Right. Uh, right. Bret Hart, Bret the Hitman yeah. Hart from wrestling WWE. Trying. It's not easy getting these people on because you have to, you know, because, you know, either, you know, their time, their schedules are jam packed and. That's understandable. I mean, I get it. So we don't try to take up too much of their time. We don't want the, we don't want to be an hour, hour and a half interview all the time because we realize some people always like, they don't want to hear all that. So just, but that's it's, fine. it's tough. But in the meantime, you can still go to the statement show.com and check out all our past episodes. They're there. There's tons of them there. Uh, Twitter at statement show, Facebook at the statement show, Instagram at statement show. Go there, make your statement, do what you need to do. Tell us how great we are because we don't want to hear any negativity because we don't take it very well. <laughs> no, well, not at all. I mean, not, not, I we may don't. not get to sleep right away. It might hold me up another <laughs> five seconds, really. I mean, I might think about it for a couple of seconds before I fall asleep. But I'm going to tell you right now, whether whether you like the show or don't like the show, if you're listening, you're listening. And then guess what? You're That's right. The idea. So if you don't like the show, hey, that means you listen to us, though. And if you send us a crappy email, you listen. Listened, and if you leave a bad review, you listened. So <laughs> I, I, maybe that, just that once anyway. Yeah, right. For all we know, we're talking in the mic right now, and nobody will ever, ever hear this. But it doesn't matter because uh, we we get guests on, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's tenacity, and you keep with it. You get great people coming on the show, and they have a lot to share, and and I like doing that. So I don't see us stopping in the for you know foreseeable future. So I like. I didn't that. know we were going to go for podcasts advice today i didn't know we were no, doing that hey what do you know yeah. we really enjoyed susan bennett coming on the show so we went into yeah. our little diatribe there but expect more <laughs> of that in the future but i, I what i want to do is we're going to start interjecting news and just talk about what's going on in the world a little bit and give you what us two normal what i consider to be normal guys have to say about what's going on in the world and our idiotic opinions about mm-hmm. yeah because i'm going to tell you what i'm not informed a whole hell of a lot on anything, but I still have an opinion like everybody else. And there's a lot to talk about out there. Like, uh, I have, yeah, exactly. I like to talk about the whole Brexit deal in England and what it really means. And I like to talk about technology and we're going to talk about that because that's my area of expertise. But, uh, I have a lot of things I'd like to talk about in tech, but we'll keep it generalized and keep it short and firm. And, and of course we'll talk about sports and, and that great Super Bowl we just had. Yeah. Keep it up, Zach. Keep it up, man. I'm going to tell you what. And, Anybody wants to send uh, 
Send Terry the, the jersey of the winning team. There you go. So. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Yeah, just just well, they just found Brady's jersey, so they can't send me that one. So, oh, did they? You know, yeah, they did. They found it. So <laughs> <laughs> you got to look that one up. That that's that's quite the interesting story. So we so. got the final four coming up, don't we? Uh, yeah. Well, my Mountaineers just went out the other night to Gonzaga, so I wasn't very happy. That tells you how good I. Uh, uh, that tells you right there where I am at sports. I don't even know who the hell's in the final as, four. As, where are we at right now, Terry? We're we're going into the elite eight right now as of this recording can you name the elite. i'm gonna tell you no. why, uh, before anybody really knows terry is a hell of a sports guy and mm. he can't name the eight <laughs> i cannot i cannot name the you eight know right some of them because though, right i have not been paying attention to who's playing tonight because we came home grabbed the bite to eat took the dog for a walk then we started show prepping and i have not had one opportunity to sit and watch one game tonight so i could not tell you i know gonzaga won the other night what do they call it I the know, great eight uh, uh, what, what's it, the Elite Eight? Yeah. Oh, they call it the Elite Eight. The Elite Eight, yeah. Let's see. Uh, Kansas won the other night. Xavier won the other night. So, so yeah, uh, but I have not seen tonight's group of uh, of winners and or losers, so I'm not 100% sure tonight. So I, I cannot name them all. Okay, I gotcha. <laughs> so, I mean, I was just trying to figure out where Duke was on the board as of right now. Or if they're, they got, they, they're out. They're out. Oh, they got how about Purdue? Purdue, uh, looks like Purdue won over Iowa State, eighty to seventy six. These scores are, you know, that's what throws me, man. These scores are always so freaking close. But it looks like uh, <laughs> Kansas and Oregon are going to. Yeah, Kansas. It. Yeah, yeah, Kansas and Oregon won. Yeah, so it's it's yeah, you know the. The, the NCAA, I, I love the championship games, but as far as watching college sports in general over, I can't do it. I, I watch pro sports. I don't do a lot of college sports. People are probably going to murder me for that one because, you know, I get it. When people say that they like college sports because they're more into the games, I get that. You know, it's not about the money. I get that. But I don't know. I just, I'm a fan of the pros. College, I love the environment with college. I love college basketball and college football environment over the pros. Uh-huh. Because to be honest with you, I, I watch minimal pro basketball. I mean, I just, they, it does nothing for me whatsoever. Pro basketball does absolutely nothing so for me. So my, my, my whole sports, like I said before, is the 49ers. I <laughs> like some professional wrestling. Uh, I was a big fan of Bret Hart, the hitman, Bret the hitman Hart with the WWE and, and, and of course the whole Hart Foundation back in the day. I got to say favorite wrestler as of right now would probably be Brock Lesnar and I'm not a big fan of Goldberg. I have nothing really against him. I just prefer Brock Lesnar. So because uh, I, I just like what they're doing with his character and, and the fact that he's a legitimate powerhouse. I mean, I just mm-hmm. I like watching him. He's, he's pretty cool to watch. And um, and as far as the women wrestlers, I got to say Natalia. Uh, shocker yeah well it's because she's the hottest in my opinion but also <laughs> because i really like her style i think she's fantastic in the ring yeah she's uh she a lot like a lot like her uncle and i just think she's got she's very realistic in her performance and i, I really like what she does in the ring so it, when mm-hmm. i do watch wrestling i do catch her matches from time to time i think she's probably one of the better women wrestlers and she should be holding the title right now and uh that's kind of where i am <laughs> as far as the whole you know uh, wrestling thing, but um, mm-hmm. paranormal. I, I can't even. I can't even think of the last time that I watched wrestling. I, I really can't. I can't tell you the last time I watched. Uh, Probably when, like the Rock and Stone Cold were wrestling. Oh, the that's, Attitude that's how, Era. Yeah, yeah, that era. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna tell I, you I, what. I, like I listen. If you guys ever want to go out and listen to a podcast, uh, 
for something different, try uh, Steve Austin's podcast. He's got a uh, Steve pod, Steve Austin Unleashed, and then a, he's got like a G-rated one for the family where he really doesn't do any swearing. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, he's a hell of a podcaster, and he's got he's got a show on TV, and um, I think it's called the Broken Skull Challenge or something like that. Broken but he also Skull has a ra- ranch, yeah. well, yeah, he's got a he's actually got a ranch called the the, the Broken Skull Ranch where him uh-huh. and and another guy get on and 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 they you know he talks about all these trials and tribulations of running a ranch and you know when they go deer hunting and and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that so he i'm gonna tell you right now he'd be a cool one to get on the show i like to get on the show yeah. for everybody to hear so he's just real you know that's Absolutely. what i like about, that's what so, i like about the idea is and then we're probably going to be coming out with some shows with no guests where it's just us and you have to listen to us and our diatribe but what i plan on doing is going doing like some cell phone reviews talking about cell phones and the and, and maybe diving into the data plans explaining data plans mm-hmm. we'll mm-hmm. talk about some sports because that's terry's areas of expertise and then we'll just do some general news talk and, and go on with what's going on today but we're also trying to get a lot of like authors on because we like to talk about mm-hmm. some of the books that are being written that are coming out and we're very excited about that and that's what we're passionate about so it's only going to get better but it'll get better when you send us some emails at the statement show mm-hmm. at gmail.com and go to our website the statement show.com click the links on the affiliate page to help support us and and help us out a little bit and uh, maybe sometime uh, we'll be able to get the guest you want to hear drop us a line and tell us uh, who you'd like to hear from and if you think you want to be on the show then maybe we'll bring you on you can explain to everybody why you think you should be on the show <laughs> but anyway <laughs> again important look for us on itunes the statement and then of course subscribe to us and you can find us at on facebook at the statement show so you can follow us on on facebook so anyway go check out our past shows and again that's audibletrial.com forward slash the statement and get your free audiobook and terry i think we've talked their ears off enough uh that's uh, agreed that's another wrap up on the uh, the statement show so the lights are out See ya. I may not get to sleep right away. It might hold me up another (laughs) five seconds, really. The singing chicken. Uh Uh-huh, a singing chicken. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. (laughs) So see, but just remember, I'm a big cat, and I love cats. (laughs) Susan, big cat, see. Thanks for listening to The Statement Show. Visit our website at thestatementshow.com. Check out our upcoming guests. There's plenty more to come. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, all on the front page of the website. Again, thestatementshow.com. Go ahead, give us a listen, like us on iTunes, leave a review. Oh yeah, the lights are out.